On this episode of iFilmmaker, we're in Minnesota learning new things about event videography. Hello and welcome again to the iFilmmaker podcast. My name's Ariel Martinez and I definitely owe you guys an apology. I have not posted an episode last Thursday and... Uh, this episode i mean this is going to be a very quick one as you can see i'm still here in the hotel it's been going crazy i'm here in minnesota right now at the crossfit game i'm sorry at the uh kill cliff granite games it is a crossfit event uh without the crossfit name however anyways uh it's been going insane uh and it, it's just been a hectic uh weekend working here it's you know a lot of video uh, recording a lot of uh, videography and editing throughout the entire weekend and that's how these events go um, you really don't we're working uh, 14 15 hours a day you really don't have time to I mean I was hoping I could have time to do a podcast but you know I'm here finding myself having to do it at the end of the weekend at the end of the event but better late than never I definitely don't want to uh, keep you guys waiting uh, for the next episode so I figured I'd record this one now and uh and uh, we'll do another update on this event uh, for the following, the next couple episodes. But anyways, um, <clears throat> I have, uh, before before coming out here, I was actually uh, very hesitant, uh, to say the least, because we do, I am from Miami, and uh, as you're all probably aware of, um, we are experiencing some really uh, bad weather over there. We have a Hurricane Irma hitting uh, Miami, well, basically all of Florida. And uh, I was very hesitant on coming here just, you know, because of my friends and family and the safety and whatnot. And, you know, uh, upon speaking with some of my uh, leaders and mentors and uh, they basically told me, you know, they're going to be fine. Uh, you, you should go work and whatnot. So I, I made a decision to come. Uh, thankfully, uh the hurricane turned and miami wasn't that bad uh but there's a lot of places in florida that are still in danger so i'm just wishing the best to those locations hopefully they're all safe and uh, i'm happy that my friends and family are safe anyways uh so moving forward i'm here in minnesota as i mentioned working the 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 crossfit i'm sorry i keep saying crossfit the uh the um the Killcliff Granite Games. It's a CrossFit event. And uh, basically, we're just doing a lot of social media pieces. I'm here working with my friends, uh, Mr. McCoy, which you all know, and Jonathan Mayfield. And uh, I will have them on the show on, on a later episode uh, to basically recap what we did in this ep uh, at this event, what we've learned. And I think it's good because I want to I do some future episodes for every project maybe not every single project um, excuse me but projects like these where uh you know i learned a couple new tricks and maybe opened my eyes to a few new options when it comes to my gear and um i want to share that with you guys because i think it's good i think it's important that that i i, I share not just what I learned, but how I learn and the way I learn is through these experiences through through using all my gear and really putting my stuff to use and seeing how that works out for me if there's a better option um what what that is and 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 trying it out so uh with that being said i want to go ahead and just let you know 
basically, the biggest thing that I learned and I loved uh, that I made this purchase, and it's a very simple one too, was my sh- it was my Peak Design shoulder strap, uh, my camera strap. So I purchased this Peak Design camera strap uh, a couple of weeks ago, and because I had used it before and it was very comfortable. I never really put it to the test though until this weekend. So what happened was I was able I was able to run around, run and gun like crazy throughout this entire event, which the entire facility was huge. I had to run around everywhere. Um, definitely, definitely uh, traveled quite a few miles throughout the day. Um, so w- what happened was when I'm running around with my FS5, I'm running around with the, my camera, the seven inch small HD monitor on it my road video my uh my road ntg4 plus and the windscreen on it uh the dead cat windscreen and my new 24 to 105 mark ii uh canon l lens which is significantly heavier than the 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 mark one so it added a lot of weight and bulk to my rig to my camera I posted a picture of this on my social media. If you guys are following me, and, it, and you guys can see a lot of this stuff if you were following me on uh, on uh, Instagram, you can see it all on my stories. Uh, but anyways, back to the strap. I really loved being able to just clamp my entire rig on this strap, and I'm able to just go all day with this thing. Um, I did start feeling it a little bit in terms of like weighing me down toward the end of the day i'm talking like this was already at three four five o'clock in the afternoon but considering that i started at 5 a.m literally starting our shooting at 5 a.m in the morning um so this is almost 12 hours of just holding that rig which is not light hold uh running around with that rig all day long with this strap was very comfortable very very comfortable um and it just made the world of a difference every now and then i had to pull out my monopod uh because i did have to conduct some interviews throughout the day and um and i wanted those shots to be much more stable um there were a couple times where i caught myself without my monopod and i had to do the interview right there and then uh so unfortunately i had to hold grab my um that entire rig my 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 camera setup i had to go completely handheld excuse me uh we're we're, we're super tired here it is actually 12 30 in the morning uh, as i record this so excuse me if i seem a bit tired uh but this has just been an, an insane weekend uh, but anyways I found myself having to have to do the interview right there and then so what i had to do was just go completely handheld for the interview um and these were very quick interviews. They were really run and gun because we we're throwing these out three, four videos per day um, for just so, for social media. And that was only myself. There were these other two guys, uh, Mr. McCoy and and uh, John Mayfield, that were also putting out the same amount of video. So an event this big, they need constant, constant video. So there were three of us that were shooting the entire time uh, so that we can get those videos out fast and rap basically just rapid fire just shoot uh and edit and put it out there um so yeah i mean we definitely had our hands full throughout the entire entire day we're actually going to go ahead i'm gonna uh you can see all the stuff that we've been posting um if you want to go ahead and follow the 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 granite games on social media that's their handle it's the granite games i'll put a link to that all on my website 
you can go to ifilmmakerpodcast.com and check it out there. And also the videos that we were creating for them, all 100% running gun style. They're all being posted out there. So another thing that I've learned uh, throughout this event is the use of the, I was able to use Mr. McCoy's uh, Sony uh, 85 millimeter prime uh, G master. That, that lens is gorgeous, 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 top to bottom, gorgeous. Uh, the image quality was just fan- phenomenal, phenomenal. And uh, it was beautiful. Once I, uh, I was just, so I was doing a special interest piece on the volunteers of this event. And I just had to do a quick story. And, you know, I was running around with my 24, with my, I'm sorry, with my, uh, the, my 18 to 35 millimeter Sigma art lens. Uh, the f1.8 and uh, i had asked him if i could use his 85 prime we swapped out we switched up he was using my lens and i was using his and i just felt in love with it um and just the the, the images that were that lens was was giving me was was ridiculous i was in love looking at this thing i did not want to give it back believe me um so i i actually hang ha- held on to it for a little bit I, re- I kept running and gunning with it, and that, that lens, I was just hooked on that lens. Um, is it enough to justify my buying that lens? I don't think so, uh, because it just doesn't serve the purpose that I need in the lens. Uh, as you saw, I mean, as you, you very know you know very well, I, I, I run and gun a lot. I, I, I need to have that zooming capabilities. And um, the 85 prime or any other prime lens for that matter just really limits me in what I can do. Um, I think if I was to go prime, I would probably go with the Rokinons because they're significantly cheaper. I can get much more of those for the price. For the price tag of that 185 millimeter prime, I can get four or five um, Rokinon cinema lenses that are really, really nice. Um, and they're probably not as sharp or as uh, creamy in the depth of field. Uh, but it, it is a trade-off. So, the, you know, the that's what you're paying for, really. Uh, it, it was just such a gorgeous lens. Uh, really, really nice lens. Very solid. Um, but anyways, uh, uh, in addition, you know, I just mentioned my 24-105 Mark II. That lens was fantastic as well. It's really what I shot everything in. I was hoping to get more interviews with my 18-35 mm, uh, Sigma Art, but... You know, sometimes it wasn't available because I, I loaned it to Mr. McCoy. So I just did it with my 24 to 105. And you know what? I liked it. I loved it. It was great. Um, the, the 10 blade iris uh, really gave me some nice creamy backgrounds, which I really like. Uh, and you know what? I really cannot complain. That is still that would still be my only lens. If I could only choose one lens, I would pick that one. Um, and I still uh, believe that today. Uh, so I, I really do appreciate it. It does weigh my rig down much more, but again, with my strap, my peak design strap, it was really, really, uh, it felt really good to be able to have that option to, to just have that camera on me everywhere I went. And it just wasn't like, you know, if I was to have, if I had to have that rig in my hand the entire day, I would really have a bad day. It would just start hurting. My shoulder would feel like it's coming off. And and it would, you know, after a while of holding that. Whew, excuse me. 
uh, trying to stay awake here. Um, so it, you know, if I was to have that rig in my hand the entire time, it would have been really, really just a really bad day for me. But the fact that I was able to just run around anywhere I needed to go with that uh, that heavy rig on that shoulder strap really made the world the world the difference. So it was really really good. So I just wanted to share that with you guys that this is we're gonna keep this episode very very short. Um, and uh, again, I we I apologize for not being able to put this. I, I know there should not be any excuse for that, but I hope you guys understand that. You know, I'm also a working videographer and I need to, you know, work, my work comes first and this unfortunately has to come second. Uh, the podcast has to come second. Uh, and so, you know, it is what it is. But I, I do promise that I will continue to try and, and work hard to try to maintain this content coming in, answering your questions whenever I receive them. Um, and uh, hopefully that you guys can just, I guess, be patient, uh, be patient and um and, uh, you know, we can stick together. You guys stick with me. Now, I do want to answer one question that I did receive, and I had already answered on a post that I had posted my my, my camera setup. I, I, I received it on Instagram, and I, really, I already, I already uh, um, went ahead and answered it. So the question was, hey, Ariel, I have a question. Why do you need a microphone on top of your camera when you're shooting on an open space like this and there's nobody talking in front of the camera so he's referring to the uh this is um this is a yoav yoav on instagram that's reaching out to ask this question so he's referring to a question of my camera at the hockey rink this is the hockey rink where the entire event happened and the picture shows uh for those of you that can't see the picture right now i'm putting it on youtube but the picture shows basically my FS5, the rig that I just uh, described to you all right now. With he's referring to the NTG4 Plus connect with the with the dead cat on it, and basically it's on my rig. But I'm shooting like there's no one in front of the camera, um, and uh, basically it's it's a huge arena. It's a huge arena. It's a hockey rink. So basically he's a, he's wondering why do I need the microphone on there? So basically I you know I I told him I wasn't always in that position so i was running and gunning all day sometimes i would get audio sometimes i mean i'm sorry sometimes i would need the audio sometimes i don't basically that's the rig that i use for everything and anything even if i don't need the audio i still have that microphone on my camera just in case i don't want to have to put it on my camera you know the moment that i do need the audio um Sometimes I would get close to the action when these athletes are doing their their movements, their CrossFit movements. The crowds are cheering and things are really happening. I want to pick up that audio. I want to have that option um, at the ready. So I'm just that's running gun. I, I have to be prepared for that stuff. So I just make sure that my audio is good and clean. If I'm doing an interview outdoors and there's a lot of wind, well, there that's why I have the dead cat on there. Make sure that that's already covered. Uh, so basically it's a rig that doesn't need any more modifications. If any modifications present themselves, if any, uh, situation presents itself, um, I don't have to change anything too much or, or even at all. Um, I did have my, uh, my new wooden camera sun hood on that monitor. Uh, if you see it on the rig as well. Uh, but at that time it was already nighttime. So I had already removed it. It was getting a little bit annoying, uh, if I wanted to, if I wanted to get a low angle or a high angle, I had to actually tilt the monitor 
because I was, you know, the the actual hood was um, was really uh, getting in the way of my view of the screen of the monitor. Um, so that that just, you know, it was a little it was a little drag sometimes. Um, and what I ended up having to do just for speed, for efficiency uh, sake, I just ended up using the my LCD on my on camera LCD screen. Um, just so that I didn't have to really remove and reposition the monitor. But yeah, that's why I have the uh, my shotgun mic on the on my on my camera setup that you see on that screen. But either way, by the way, on, in that picture, I was actually set up for another interview that I was waiting to do, which was was the head man of the event, the guy that with uh, John Swanson. He actually runs the event. He owns it, and uh, I was actually set up to do an interview with him. He was just on his way to get there so that's what i was waiting for that's why you also see the headphones on the on the camera as well anyways with that being said i'm gonna go ahead and end this episode it is very late here um i was supposed to be on my way back to miami tomorrow monday but because of the hurricane because of the storm my flight was canceled as you you can imagine uh so i had to pick up the next flight which was the following day on tuesday so i'm gonna have to get back on tuesday um and uh <clears throat> hopefully we'll have follow-up episodes on with mr mccoy and mr mayfield uh so that we can discuss back and forth the equipment that we used and how we used it what we thought about it what are we considering uh for future events and whatnot so uh i think those are going to be great episodes and i definitely want to rectify the fact that we did not post last week on thursday we do apologize for that and i do apologize for that and uh, hopefully i can you know continue this workflow or just be able to plan ahead of time i definitely do appreciate your patience with us with me and um i will continue to work to try to be as connected with you guys as i possibly can so everything that you guys that i spoke about today you guys can find on the ifilmmaker website i go to ifilmmakerpodcast.com and uh, you can find the links to it there. You can find some of the videos that we uh, produced for this event there as well. Remember, these are, these were done in one day. Um, all of these videos were done in one day within a matter of hours because we were producing three to four videos each per day. So um, you can find them there at ifilmmakerpodcast.com. Remember, we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram at ifilmmakerpodcast uh, on Instagram there. And if you're listening on iTunes, we definitely appreciate uh, a review. Uh, it really helps us in the rankings and the analytics over at the iTunes and also on SoundCloud as well. So with that being said, thank you guys. I'm going to end it here. I'm going to go to sleep, uh, try to get some rest. I do have some work to do here from the hotel tomorrow since I'll be here an extra day. Uh, I'm going to just have to bring, I'm going to have to work here from the from the hotel. But that's what this job calls for sometimes. So. Uh, I will see you guys on the next episode. This is actually episode number 50, I believe. Uh, we're moving forward, and um, unfortunately, it has to be one of these, but uh, it's okay. I think uh, we're moving forward. I'm not, I don't plan on stopping anytime soon. So I'm going to get some sleep. I'm going to get some rest. You guys do that too, if it's that time for you as well. And I will catch you on the next episode. See ya. <laughs>